Good morning. Thank you so much for worshiping with us today at Coastline Baptist Church. We're going to jump right into the message in just a minute. Before we do, I want to just kind of let you know what this brand new series is. We're starting a new series today, and hopefully before we finish it, we'll be back together, meeting together for church again. But until then, virtually starting this new series, it's called Daily War. Daily War. And I'm just going to be going through uh, over the next few weeks some different things that Every day we battle. We may not know it, we may not even realize it, but we are in a spiritual battle every single day. Christianity, the life of a Christian, the life of a follower of Christ is a daily battle and it's war. But thankfully we have victory in Jesus Christ. What we're going to do is read the passage uh, that we're going to be in today. It's Ephesians chapter 6. Uh, I'll open up in a word of prayer, and then there'll be a few video announcements, and then the message will begin. So let's do that. Let's read Ephesians chapter 6. If you, if you have your Bibles, you can turn there. The verses will be on the screen. Ephesians chapter 6, and let's look down at verse number 10. It says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Let's pray together this morning. And as I pray, wherever you're at today, would you pray and ask God to bless the message and to bless all those who are watching and ask him to use the message in your life today. Lord, we love you and we need you. God, I ask you to give me grace right now as I preach this message. Help it to resonate in hearts. Help those who are listening wherever they're at today. God, to focus. Keep us safe from distractions. Lord, if there's someone watching that's not saved, help them to accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior today. And use this message, Lord, as we talk about the daily battle of the Christian life. Thankfully, God, there's no need for fear of defeat because there is victory in Jesus Christ. Help us to remember that. Bless this message. Bless the announcements to follow in your precious and holy name. Amen. Everyone is affected by it in some way and at some time in their life. It doesn't matter your age, your skin color, or your location. This can exist in the mind of a little child when their parent switches off the light when they go to bed or can also be in the heart of a, an old man at the doctor's office. What I'm talking about today, even the toughest football player in his senior year of high school isn't exempt from this. One bad landing on his foot as he jumps to catch a ball or uh, the hearing the crack of a bone or scouts watching from the stands and, and now this senior is unsure of his future, what's going to happen? The newly married couple that's trying to have a baby. The missionary that's overseas trying to reach people. The CEO of the largest company that you can think of. All these people are affected by what I'm going to talk about today. Me. I've been affected by it. I have battled this as a pastor. Pastors struggle with this. As a husband, as a father. What is this unseen enemy, this, this invisible weapon that haunts every single one of us and in some cases freezes some of us and enslaves some of us? What is it? The answer today, fear. 
fear. Fear is one of the enemy's greatest tools. Fear is, is Satan's, one of his greatest weapons that he uses. It's natural for us. Fear, listen, fear is natural for us. Fear is, is easy for us. It's easy to be fearful. It's easy to be nervous and worried. It's natural for us. It's so common in today's world. It, it's, it's so normalized. We, we often invite fear into our lives. We invite it. There's an entire movie genre that is dedicated to producing fear. And it's doing pretty good. The horror movie industry does pretty well. But listen, fear of a scary movie is a whole lot different than fear of your marriage falling apart. Or fear of your kids making good choices when they become a teenager and a young adult. Fear of, of uh, jumping out of a plane. Listen, if I ever jump out of a plane, I'd probably be pretty scared getting ready to jump out of that. But fear of jumping out of a plane is a whole lot different than the fear of your spouse finding out about your secrets that you haven't told him or her. It's a whole lot different uh, than the fear of your bills not getting paid or your rent or your mortgage not getting paid this month. Those two things are very different. Those two fears are very different. Fear cripples us. And for some of you watching today, fear has crippled you. It has slowed down your progress. It has hindered your progress. It slows us down. And for some of you, it slows you down right now. When fear enters our hearts and minds, we allow it to enter our hearts and minds, maybe unbeknownst to us sometimes, but we're living lives of fear. When it enters our hearts and minds, it begins to control every action, our every thought, our every attitude. Fear is controlling. Because we fear the future. Some of us, some of you fear the future. I have oftentimes in my life uh, feared the future. Because we fear the future, what do we do? We work like crazy to make sure that we have money saved up and we, we miss out on the blessings that God has for us through giving to others and, and giving to Him. And our focus turns more on our, our financial status and our job status than our testimony for Jesus Christ because of fear. For some of you, because of fear of your secrets getting out because of fear of our secret sin uh, being exposed. We formulate this persona that we think everybody will like. And we try to, we make up this person and we act like this person in our lives. And we have this persona that we've created that we think everybody's going to like. And you know, we stress out day after day after day trying to keep up with this image that we've created, this lie that we've created, when in reality... Those secrets getting out and being exposed would finally give you the freedom over your guilt and shame that you crave, which in turn allows you to share the grace of Jesus with others. But no, we live in fear of being exposed. And in our minds, the fear uh, of the shame that we would have from being exposed and sharing our secrets, in our minds, it's greater than the shame that we already fear and the fear that, that we already have and the fear that we already carry so we don't get caught. Fear cripples us because we fear that we'll never measure up. 
We'll never measure up. We'll never be good enough. We fear that. We do our best to prove ourselves to others. To let people know that we are strong and, and we are smart and, and we do have a lot. We do have what it takes. Because of that insecurity, that fear of never measuring up, we, we try to counter that fear with our own talents and abilities and strength and efforts, which, which always, always leads to a heavier insecurity in your life and in my life. When we don't feel noticed or appreciated and we get discouraged. Listen, is that, is that the life God wants you to live? Is that the life God wants me to live, that fear of never measuring up? Fear comes when we forget who God is. Fear comes when we forget who God is. Moses was called by God from the burning bush to deliver his people, and he was still afraid of Pharaoh, of facing Pharaoh. Even when God proved his power, even when God showed his might, Moses was still afraid. Gideon was fearful to go against the Midianites even after God personally chose him to lead the people into battle. Joshua was nervous to lead the Israel across the Jordan River to the Promised Land, and God had to assure him that he was the man, he was the guy. The Israelites were scared to even enter Canaan, to even enter the Promised Land because of the Amorites. After God had promised it to them. The soldiers in the Valley of Elah uh, uh, with Goliath there, they were staying in their tents afraid, even knowing the power of God and that God was their king and that God would deliver them. They still stayed in their tents afraid. Peter denied Jesus three times, not long at all after he promised he never would. And he anxiously curses and says, I don't know who he is. Why? Fear. Philippians 4, Paul says, be careful for nothing or anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. There's no need for anxiousness. There's no need for worry or stress or fear. We're not supposed to live that life. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything. Your bills not being paid, your marriage falling apart, your kids turning out right, your job status, whatever it may be, let it all be made known to God. And what happens? What happens? The peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. There is a peace that comes from God through Christ Jesus. If we remember who God is and remember that because of Jesus, we have access to the Father, when those moments come into our lives that would usually cause fear, we instead rest in the knowledge of Christ. We rest in the knowledge of Jesus and who He is and the relationship we have with God the Father through Jesus the Son and the power of the Holy Spirit. Listen, that is trust. The battle today, the daily war we're talking about is fear versus trust. Fear versus trust. Listen, fear is a liar. Fear is a liar. Fear says you have no hope. It whispers in your ear, nobody will forgive you if you expose. No one will forgive you. Fear screams, you'll never be good enough. But trust in Jesus quells that fear with the voice of peace. Jesus says, I am your hope. You do have hope. I'm your hope. I forgive you. You have my righteousness. It's not about being good enough. You have my righteousness. 
fear is a liar. Fear tricks you. It tricks you into thinking that things are worse than they actually are. You look around your situation, you, you really start to believe that there's no way out of it. Fear tricks you. Worst case scenarios flow into your mind constantly about every situation in your life and you live this life of fear with feelings of hopelessness that, that come to your soul. Listen, that's not of God. That's fear. It's a tool of the enemy. Fear robs you. It robs you of the peace that you can have in Christ. It robs you of the joy that Jesus brings in any situation. It robs you of the opportunity to give Him glory. That's what fear does. It brings doubt. You doubt God. If He's real, how could you let this happen? You doubt His care. You doubt His love for you. You doubt His providence, His sovereignty. You doubt His will. So instead, when you're fear, you try to formulate your own plans and figure out your own life, and you follow your own ambitions, and it always leads to discouragement. That's what fear does. And we battle it daily, and you battle it daily. It's a form of pride. Not necessarily in a boastful way, like yeah, pride that says I'm the best, but in a way that is focused on self. You take your eyes off the only one who can rescue you. And you put them on yourself. You look around at the storm and the winds and the waves all around you, and you forget that you were just walking on water. You forget you're a child of the living God. Fear comes when we forget who God is. And we all battle it. We all face it. Some of you right now watching are just have succumbed to fear. It surrounds you right now. When we found out about our son Seth having autism, nonverbal autism, severe autism, low-functioning autism, when we found out about that, it was not very hard for fear to creep in daily for my wife and I. One of the common characteristics of a person with autism, and in Seth's case for him, is that they have no sense of fear. It's, it's crazy, no sense of danger. Seth could walk out the front door and down the road and be totally okay, not be worried, not be nervous, not miss us really and wonder where we're at. He could head into the woods and, and uh, get lost in the woods and probably survive a lot longer than any of us. <laughs> he could see a wild animal up close and probably try to wrestle it or something. I mean, the kids, he's just got no sense of fear. It's, it's part one of the characteristics of autism. But as a parent, it's easy to let his lack of fear create fear in me and in my wife. And it has. I can think back to times early on in this journey of autism where we just wondered what was going to happen with Seth's life. Was he going to get married? Was he going to make friends? Would he be with us forever? Would he be able, would he be able to work a job? What if something happened to us? Fear would begin to creep in. But sometimes I think about Seth and I, then I think about me. And I, for whatever reason, Seth is at rest in his mind in typical scary circumstances. He's not the kid that will freak out if the lights get turned off. He just won't. It doesn't bother him. Anything. And I think maybe if, if I could live that way, at rest in my heart and mind because of Jesus in my fearful times. And I could lose that sense of fear because I have Jesus Christ 
The psalmist said, what time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. If I can hand over my fear to Christ, to God, and let him turn that fear into trust, my life will shine for him. Listen, in the battle of fear versus trust, listen, in our strength and our abilities, fear always wins. No matter how strong you think you are, fear always wins. But in our weakness, when we recognize our weakness, trust in Christ wins. Jesus has already defeated fear on the cross. Listen, he defeated death. Listen, those, they have no power over us. Fear has no power over us. It is only when we willingly lay down our trust and pick up this self-reliant confidence in ourselves, listen, that says we're wiser and stronger and more righteous than we really are, that is when fear starts its work on us. When we think that we have what it takes on our own, it's the grace of Christ that gives us the power to trust. Did you hear that? It is only the grace of Christ that gives us the power to trust. Full dependence on Jesus destroys fear. Full dependence on Jesus destroys fear. Complete reliance on Christ and trust in Christ will give you peace where fear used to live. It is only through him. David, in Psalm 3, is in the cave, hiding for his life from his own son because of his own sin. Yet he still trusts Christ to deliver him. He said, many there be uh, uh, around me, many there be which rise up against me and say there's no help for me of God. He said, "But, but thou art my shield, my glory, the lifter up of mine head. David rests in Christ. Thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of mine head. Even in the midst of trial and in a, a, a normally fearful circumstance, David rests in Christ. In 2 Chronicles 32, we see at the beginning of the chapter that the king of Assyria, the king of Assyria, Sennacherib, has encamped his armies around God's people, around King Hezekiah. And it says in verse 1 that the evil king Sennacherib, it says he thought to win them for himself. He's like, I got this. <laughs> I got these guys. There's no hope for them. I'm going to win this. I'm going I'm to overtake these people, God's people. I got this. He thought to win them for himself. But Hezekiah, what he does in the next few verses, he does his thing. He prepares for battle, prepares himself, builds the walls. And then it says in verse 6, this is what the, the Bible says. It says, he spake comfortably to them. He's talking to the children of Israel. It says he spake comfortably to them, to the children of Israel. And he says this, Be strong and courageous. Be not afraid nor dismayed for the king of Assyria, nor for all the multitude that is with him. For there be more with us than with him. With him is an arm of flesh, but with us is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles. And the people rested themselves upon the words of Hezekiah, king of Judah. The Lord our God is with us to help us and to fight our battles. Listen, fear and trust don't mix. Fear and trust don't mix. We're very good self-swindlers, self-deceivers. We're very good at that. We convince ourselves that we're not living in fear. 
We're not living in fear. We're just, we're just very concerned or we're just being careful or we're just, we just, we, we, we change the wording. We're not living in fear. Listen, there's a genuine peace in Christ even in the midst of utter craziness. And that's what we're in right now, isn't it? People are living in fear all, all around us. People are living in fear. There is genuine peace in Christ even in the midst of craziness. That's why it's called a peace that passes understanding. It doesn't even make sense. How can I have peace at a time like this? Because of Jesus. That's it though. It's only found in Jesus Christ. Friend, you need Jesus in your life. Young mother, you need Jesus in your life. You need Christ in your life. Teenager, you need need to trust Jesus. You need to trust him with your life. Husband who's laid off right now, wondering how you're going to pay the bills. Listen, you need the peace of Christ in your life. Trusting in the gospel of Jesus Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection. Listen, that trusting in the gospel, it banishes all fear. Listen, he didn't go through all that on the cross just so he can spend eternity with him. The only reason, although that's part of it, I know that. He did it all. He did all that so that you could make it down here on this earth in this fallen world, in the in-between. There's a way out of fear, and it's Jesus Christ. Don't let fear win the daily war in your life. Friend, today, don't let it win. God is in control. God is worthy to be trusted in your situation right now. Listen, don't deny your fear. Don't deny it and act like it's not there. Admit it. Confess it. Trust Jesus today. In the battle, in the daily war of fear and trust, don't let fear win. Rest in Jesus Christ. Trust in the grace of Jesus. Listen, He will deliver you.